I heard it once said that we cannot control the wind, but we can direct the sail. Today on the Champion Forum podcast, we discuss one of the biggest obstacles salespeople face when closing a sale. This is the Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Jeff Hancher here, your host, your biggest fan. We're going to take a little bit of a turn today from the subject of leadership, and we're going to talk a little bit about sales. Specifically, we're going to talk about one of the biggest obstacles that salespeople face in closing sales and what is stopping them from improving closing ratios. I wanted to talk about this because most recently, we've acquired a few key customers that have asked us to come in and help train new salespeople as this is a new strategy for them in, in outside sales. And so here I am back, back in the saddle, training salespeople, being in the field, learning what's happening, as well as combining all of the years of sales leadership. And I wanted to address one of the common pitfalls that salespeople make as it relates to closing a sale. Maybe you're in sales or you have led salespeople and you are in a quest to improve your own closing ratios. I've had the opportunity to lead hundreds of salespeople over the course of my career, and now as a consultant, I get the chance to help companies, like I mentioned, build their own sales cultures. And there are endless reasons that co- that's a root cause for the lack of affecting effective closing ratios. It could be numerous things. So I'm not here to tell you this is the biggest one. I'm not here to even tell you that it's the one that you need to work on most. I'm just here to tell you that it's consistently at the top of the list. Today, I want to address the one that is especially for newer salespeople. One of the biggest areas of weakness I have seen in underperforming salespeople is that they choke at the money talk when closing the sale. And you know who you are if you're listening and you get to the end of the sale and it's time to talk money, it's time to talk turkey, and you start to clam up, your body language changes. You almost apologetically give your price point and you are basically training this prospect to object. This can be a real sticking point that salespeople need to overcome to win more sales. I definitely know this was a confidence issue that I faced as a new salesperson, and it's one that I have guided many salespeople through. And I remember sitting in my sales manager's office more time than than I even want to tell you about where he would push my mindset through this objection that I was creating in my own mind about pricing and how to talk about money at the end of a, a close of a sale. Maybe you have found yourself in this same position. You get to the end of the sales process, you deliver the quote, and the tension begins. And the tension oftentimes is created by money, by this price point. You've probably heard it said that price is only an objection in the absence of value. And I believe that is partly true, probably more true than it isn't. However, I come from the camp that you should almost expect objections. Our goal is to minimize them clearly. But sometimes you could, you could give a perfect presentation 
and still get an objection at the end. We can deliver amazing value, gain buy-in throughout the presentation. We feel strongly that we're solving a problem, yet the prospect has the nerve to give you a price objection. After all that, after all that I just showed you of how I can help get you into a better position, and you're going to throw a price objection at me? Yes, inevitably it happens. The best way to get into the proper mindset is to go into the meeting expecting the objection and be prepared and confident to navigate it. The bottom line is that if you're going to win in sales, you must be very confident in talking about the money, in talking about the price points, in talking about the value, yes, value, not cost, the value that your product or service delivers. Sometimes the resistance comes from you and the fear of objection that you've created in your own mind. And sometimes the tension could be caused by the prospect because why wouldn't they try to get a lower price? Why wouldn't they? Here we are getting all bent up and offended as salespeople that somebody would try to get a lower price. This is what most people do. It doesn't matter how much value you present. Sometimes you're still going to get a price objection. Don't take this personally. Be ready to navigate it. No matter how much you love and believe in what you do, if you can't talk money, you won't get customers. The mindset needs to be that when a prospect objects, it's the beginning of the conversation, not the end. Now is not the time to crumble. Now is not the time to pull the Tommy boy and find the nearest exit. Now is the time to begin robust discussion. So I want to give you some tips that's going to help you through this part of the discussion. The first thing to do is state your price and then be quiet. If there's a pause in conversation at this moment, don't feel compelled to fill it with words. This is only going to hurt you. You're, there could be multiple reasons that your prospect has gone quiet after delivering a price point. They might simply need to reflect on it. They might be comparing it to where they currently are. They might be comparing it the pricing, the service, the value, uh, what a senior leader might think. You don't know what they're reflecting on. You may be worrying that they're coming up with reasons to say no and object, but it's just as likely that they're thinking about where they can find the money to pay you. Be silent and let them process it. They might be saying, gosh, you know, that's $2,000 more than we're currently paying. And in their mind, they're starting to process, uh, could I take this from the facilities budget? I wonder if I could pull this from marketing. They're not objecting. They're trying to figure out how are they going to make it work. Remember, silence is not an objection. It is not an objection. Let the silence permeate because they might be processing how to best move forward. Now, if they do come with an objection, question it. Question the objection. Now, your approach in this matters. There should be a high level of empathy as if you're trying to understand better. If they do object to cost, ask them why. What is it about my price that concerns you? Let's start to clarify what the real objection is. You will be amazed at what you might hear. By doing this, what you're doing is you're starting to clarify what it is. Now is not the time to make the problem bigger than it is. They might say something like, this is going to cost $10,000. Has anybody ever said that to you, by the way? At the end, you give them the proposal and I can do, <coughs> I can do all of this for you for $10,000. 
and they they look at you kind of confused or whatever it might be, and they say, this is going to cost $10,000. Now, let's process this for a second. Is this an objection? No, it's not. It's a statement. The proper response to this is, yes, $10,000. Do not be, listen to what they're saying and make sure that we're not creating objections and making them bigger than they are. Now, look, I get it. Tone, body language, and everything. This is going to cost $10,000. The response from you is, yes, $10,000. They have not yet given you an objection yet. So don't don't even try to respond to the objection. It's not an objection. It's a statement. When you learn more about the objection, you might be able to work around it with something like a customized payment plan because they might tell you, look, I'm not really objecting to the price. I'm just trying to figure out how I can get it into budget. This is way over my current budget. So let's talk about that. There might be a way that you can meet them somewhere to still make it work at the price point. This is why asking questions when you get an objection is so important. You could ask them questions like, what is it about the price that concerns you? They haven't even said yet that it's more expensive than what they're currently paying. They surely haven't said yet that they don't see value in the price. Let's ask them questions so that we can clarify exactly what it is they're objecting to. You may also learn that you haven't found their real priority. And the price objection is merely a, a, a smokescreen they're giving you for a completely different objection. The objection might be that they're not the decision maker and they didn't have the guts to tell you that. So they're going to give you the easy layup objection of price because the reality is, is that there's an executive buyer somewhere that you didn't even uncover and they exist and they're the ones making a call on this. The other key in all of this is making sure that they feel understood. This is the empathy part of objection handling. Sometimes a price objection is a signal you haven't clearly explained how your service is the path to what they want. This is a great time to ask if you have correctly understood the outcome they want and ask how badly they want that outcome to happen. It's possible you didn't get to that deeper desire, and this is your last opportunity to do it. You should almost be apologetic at this point if that is the case. Hey, maybe I missed something. Hey, let's go back into what you said. Was there anything else? This is also a great time to reflect and ask yourself a look in the mirror if you did a sufficient job in discovery when you needed to uncover the true buying motives. Also remember that the best way to handle an objection is a great presentation if you're constantly getting the same objections repeatedly, it's likely that you're missing something earlier in your sales process. Are you trial closing enough as a salesperson? If you're trial closing and gaining buy-in along the way and still getting the price objection at the end, this is a great time to remind them of the value they expressed earlier in the conversation. Hey, earlier, I showed you this feature and benefit of our product and service. You had mentioned that that was going to help you get faster delivery times, and the end result was higher customer service scores. With all that being said, isn't my product or service worth 10% more to achieve what you desire? See, this trial closing earlier, it's a way for you to check the temperature and find out is what I'm presenting valuable to them. Then you get the price objection at the end and you remind them again what the value of your product is.
If you feel good about your discovery process and you feel good about your trial closing, remember that your prospect was already in pain before speaking with you. You simply uncovered the pain and you found solutions. So you're actually helping them get rid of pre-existing pain. You're not causing it. This should give you great confidence as a salesperson. Remind them that there is a cost for fixing their pain. And there is a cost of them staying in their current pain. This is where we add value. And this is where we build our confidence and we stand firm on our pricing. Remain confident when you're closing the sale. And remember these tips I gave you today. You'll be closing more deals at favorable terms for both you and your prospect without needing to always concede on price. Or you can just stay with the alternative which is simply keep lowering your price until the prospect is satisfied. If that's you, let me know how that's working for you. Listen, sales is a journey. Uncovering the the craft of sales, adding value. You know, we're not not salespeople that's out here just painting rust until we can get a, a deal inked and move on. We're here to add value. We do this with asking great questions. We make sure that we're in front of the right decision makers. We present our product and service, highlighting its features, its advantages, its benefits. And we're trial closing, making sure that it's lining up with our prospects' needs and desires. We summarize our closing and we add value. We don't fear the price objection. We almost go in expecting it and we're confident enough to clarify, show some great empathy and make sure that we are adding value. If you're looking to get an edge, if you're, if you're sick and tired of prospects just using you as a quote machine and you're looking to add confidence to your sales journey, make sure that you are staying close to our website. We are about to launch our very first sales academy in 2023. It's going to be in February right here live in Pittsburgh, and we would love to have you in the room. Make sure to check back on the website so that you can register for the February of 2023 sales academy and get your first quarter and your 2023 sales to a place that you've always desired and until next time keep having great confidence keep adding value in your sales journey and never forget that you all have been set up to be champions in this life the champion forum podcast with jeff hancher lead inspire win 